So as a follow-up to our most recent podcast, if you listened to it, if you didn't, we talked all about the whole James Gunn, DC Studios change-up happening. So now we've got, finally, we've got some news of what their plan actually is, what it will start to look like. So, let's get into it. After a decade plus of being blue balled, <laughs> to use your own words, to use your own graphics from the last podcast, which, by yep. the way, if you haven't listened to that yet, the full video version with our lovely faces is somewhere on our YouTube page. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can go check that out. It's probably coming up in the recommendations somewhere. Um, after a decade of being blue balled, James Gunn has come to the rescue. Or has he? Or has he? Well, before before we get too deeply into like what he actually announced, uh, him and Saffron, who again, Saffron, like I guess, is also co CEO, but it's like Uh, like James Gunn is pretty much positioned as the face of the brand going forward. Like he he was in the video alone, just him, not the other guy, and he's more well known, right? He's sort of for a variety of reasons. So, well, did you notice in the video he didn't even say like Peter Saffron? He just said Peter and me. Yeah, it, like, no, it, that just tells me they're on like pretty low, my buddy Peter, like pretty casual terms, right? Um, yeah, but we're not. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like he's trying. Part of the reason he addressed the audience like that is just to give this sort of sense of, oh, hey, I'm one of you guys. I'm on your side. Which you you didn't have that sort of transparency with the old guard. Which again, he also dug into that a little bit, basically saying how. I, I don't think he explicitly said it in that video, but he's said in subsequent interviews that the old guard basically had no plan, no leadership, and that's why he's different. How you um, doing, fellow DC fans? I'm one of you. I Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that approach. I don't necessarily believe that, you know, you can sort of relate to the average fan at that level, even if he has read a lot of comics. Um, but do that Steve Buscemi meme right now. Um, <laughs> what I will say is... Uh, before we get into the meat of actually what it was announced during this whole announcement, uh, I feel like I'm saying announced too many times, but uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. What did you guys actually think of like the, the proposed slate? Positive, negative, just a slap in the face of anyone <laughs> who like wanted to uh, see uh, Snyder's vision felt? Or... Well, it can still happen. No. I mean, but <laughs> Snyder is out. Yeah. This okay? So I was skeptical, right? We already went over that numerous times in numerous ways. So looking at it now, as the plan is, he's already mentioned how the DCAU, you know, the whole Bruce Tim era, was uh, partly inspiration for what he's going for. He talked about how Grant Morrison is a great influence on the stories he's using, and he's had him on as, like, writing consultant. It seems like he's ha- genuinely has a vested interest in bringing on actual comic book writers and creatives as at least consultants, maybe writing some of the stories for the films. So looking at it, and looking at what he's going for, I think it actually looks pretty decent. If we got this 10 years ago, that would have been a whole different thing. Like, we've been... We'd be in an extremely different place right now with DC and Warner Brothers. It would be a totally different landscape, yeah. Yeah, So true. The thing is, it didn't happen 10 years ago, right? Like, the fact that we're seeing this... Now, after you've had all this buildup, after you've had Snyder making his mark, after you've had this entire rabbit fan base, uh, essentially 
slapped in the face repeatedly by DC's leadership. It's a little bit too little too late. And let's just say they dropped some ball. great films. Like, I actually do really like some of the things Guns proposed. And, you know, I think he has the potential to carry it out well. But it's like, you know, we should have been seeing this shit a decade ago. I like the idea of yeah. the transparency because Marvel also did this too. Marvel, Disney, however you want to refer to it. The whole thing with Fair. Snyder was we never really knew what was going to happen next. Like, at least for me, when Man of Steel came out, I assumed, okay, we'll get another one of those and then maybe something with him and Batman, but no, suddenly we got the Batman thing right away, and then they're throwing Justice League into the mix, and then we gotta rush it straight into Justice League after maybe a little bit of Wonder Woman, no Flash, no Cyborg, so it's like we never really knew what to expect, Which, what was coming next, because I don't think they did either. They didn't seem to have a plan other than, yeah, let's do I, this, see what happens, no, and then we'll change no. it re retroactively. You know, after it's halfway done. So I do think now, there was, was an original roadmap or after Justice League, right. though. Yeah, no, I mean, there was an original roadmap. Uh, Green Lantern was supposed to be the start of it. Obviously, that was a massive flop. So you go straight into Man of Did Steel. Did they ever publicly show a roadmap? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. no, they had a, I a few the, films announced. Yeah. I mean, the Flash, the Cyborg films, the Aquaman, right. like all, all those that were supposed to happen, like 2019, yeah. 2018, yeah. all the ones that just kept getting postponed, canceled. Which, yeah, you, you, there was a very light roadmap. Like, they were trying to do the whole Marvel thing. They did sort of rush into it with Justice League, which, again, I don't think that was necessarily Snyder's fault. He was just sort of running with the hand he was given. He had this whole general story mapped out across this three-film arc. Um, yeah, they obviously rushed into the whole team-up movie. They could built into it a little more. Yeah, I'm pretty say. sure Aquaman, the first one, wasn't out before the first Justice yeah. League, correct? Yeah, that was like right out. Okay, I was gonna say it because, like, yeah, that came afterwards, and that's where I was oh, that's like, right. "Oh, hey, here's the king of the freaking sea. Where the hell that's did he right. come they from?" When I was first watching, it's <laughs> so like what cyborg and him. But uh, yeah. To, yeah. to finish to finish this point, like, just to give some other background, look at Marvel. They've announced these roadmaps and things, but they've changed things. They've dropped things. Inhumans yeah. completely dropped. Made that TV yeah. show that's long forgotten. There's I no guarantee it. Gunn's going to keep this, though. Like, he has True. this roadmap, but there's no guarantee any of this is actually going to come out. Yeah, and that's a very so, good point, too, right? Like, if anything, it just gives you a like, peek into what he's planning. It gives you a peek into what he wants the future of DC to look like. But yeah, obviously, nothing's in It's all <laughs> uh, very much in pre-production <laughs> right now. That being said, we're not seeing, like, a dedicated Justice League movie or any sort of semblance of like a major team up property beyond like these initial building blocks, right? Like obviously you've got the Superman project, you've got the Batman project, but uh, you know, for the most part, the rest of the uh, Justice League that was introduced uh, is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Um, and even the, this version of Superman and Batman are going to be totally different from what we saw previously in uh, the DC extended universe. So do you want to go project by project here? Or, yeah. Um, oh, did you have anything Aquaman else? Aquaman 2 is part of it, right? Uh, I, so apparently, Jason Momoa so. is still uh, like on board to play Aquaman. He's not been written out or anything. Gunn basically left the door open and say, "Oh, hey, any of these actors—Momoa, Gadot, uh, Zachary Levi—you know, any of these guys who made a, a big screen role prior to him taking over—still have that option, right?" Except um, so he's not Cavill, but Cavill and Affleck are basically out. Yeah, I thought either you or John wrote yesterday, like. That Shazam is going to lead into Flash, which will reboot, yeah, yeah, re uh, reboot DCU, and then yeah. Well, let me go down the, the notes because so he released this video on Twitter, YouTube, both of them, all of them, 
And he was going down the whole list of plans of what was going to come out and what was planned to come out. So the first thing he says is that this DC universe is going to be completely connected across film, television, gaming, and animation. How you manage that logistically, I don't know, but this guy's crazy, so I guess he's going to do it. Like, film, television, and animation I can kind of get, but games too? I guess he just means having like the same actors and have it be roughly in the same universe. Yeah, see, that's what I'm wondering, because, um, like, gaming, you could argue it's become more accessible than ever, but it's still an entirely different medium from film or television, right? You're, you're not going to have people who are, like, really into movies all necessarily be avid gamers, right? It's almost like... No, that makes sense, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I'm anxious to see how he does that. I don't, as far as I know, he hasn't announced any actual games as part of the slate, just uh, movies yeah. and television, but... Uh, you know, let's, I guess, <laughs> see what happens. Who knows? Maybe Gotham Knights and uh, Justice League kill the, su- or Suicide Squad kill the Justice League will be somehow part of this universe he's creating. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. I had fun watching that. I'm kidding. Like, if they ever make a Justice 3, that's obviously not going to be part of anything. That'll be, as he called it, Elseworlds. So, you will have another that also, crisis. That also makes me think, oh, maybe the Snyderverse isn't completely dead if they're leaving the uh, opportunity open Just for old stories. It's okay, um, you can let go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I'm like, it's still partially in denial, but also, like, sell, uh, ZSJL to Netflix is also trending on a daily basis. That's because you follow accounts related to it, so they're going to show it to you because of the Twitter recommendations thing. Yeah, that, the thing is, yeah, I'm not sure if that. Idea. I'm not sure if that's possible, but apparently, Saffron did say they have the right to like put these properties out on some of these other platforms. Like, they can sell the rights of DC properties to say Netflix or Amazon if they wanted to go that route. But that that just seems like pretty unlikely given yeah. the current slate, right? Um, yeah. So that, yeah. It, just saying, the door is still like at least a creak open. It's not 100% shut. Like. <laughs> I don't know, maybe that is me just being in denial. Yeah, so one thing he made a point to say was that storytelling is always king, which I like. And I also read, I don't know if this is something he commented directly, because there was the video he released, and then there was a Variety article I read that talked about him having, I think, a press panel. So maybe there was something that was, uh, you know, like, not recorded, where he made other comments. But uh, I read somewhere that, Filming won't start on any of, any of these projects until the scripts are completed. So, right from the start, I like that he's putting the story first and that he's clearly trying to indicate that, hey, I'm very well read up on all of the source material. I'm trying to make it, like, the most ideal version of the source material in my eyes. Like, he, he's trying to make it look like he's a fan with us, but as, as if a fan were in charge of it. So. At least he's trying. Right. The results remain to be seen. You mean the same guy that wrote Drax as a fucking comedian? I well, I think it's important to remember, like, yeah, I, like, and this is sort of where I've been going back and forth the past couple of years when it comes to comic accuracy. Um, I'm almost fine with them changing details about these more obscure characters. Not to say Drax is like obscure. He obviously had a long history in the comics, but you know, the average moviegoer isn't going to know who Drax is outside of, you know, Gunn's version. I mean, um, you can say the same thing about star Lord because we had this goofy guy that loves nostalgic, nostalgic music. But when in reality, you look at star Lord, he's like, Oh, this insane cosmic veteran who is, uh, has a severe issue of uh, mental instability and all this. Yeah. We're like, Oh, where's that interesting character? 
the thing is, I'm fine with them playing on these characters and making alternate versions. I agree. It's I'm like, not going to deny it. Treat it like, it's like, you, yeah. I'm almost thinking we should be treating it like any individual writer would on any individual arc, right? It's like Tom King's Batman isn't going to be the same as Grant Morrison's or vice versa, yeah. right? You know, you have to look at it through the individual writer's lens. You can't just expect everything to be straight out of the comics. You can also look at it this way. Zack Snyder was also a comic book fan, and I'm pretty sure he'd read at least a few things. I don't know, maybe just Frank Miller, but <laughs> some Alan Moore, maybe. And, uh, yeah. He obviously wanted to take the whole universe in a wildly different direction than what people expected, so, you know. But let's just go down the list of things he announced. So, first thing he says is that Shazam has the possibility to continue in the new DCU because it was already only loosely connected to the previous DCEU. But there's no plan for anything with it that he revealed he said that he didn't reveal everything he said this is what i can show you now so any projects that are yet to come out their continuation will probably be contingent upon how well they do like uh the the gotham knights tv show they were asked about that and he specifically said no comment So wait, is that going on now or it's coming on the next uh, CW season? So I guess that's supposed to be early this year. It's March, um, whatever it is, when Superman and Lois premieres. That's when Gotham Knights premieres. Yeah, so just, uh, you know, it's having like the weirdest possible release schedule. I feel like that's partially due to the uh, pandemic, just pushing back the entire uh, television uh, schedule. But <laughs> remember, Flash airs in a week. Oh, wow. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh my God! How long we've been doing this podcast? Oh uh, yeah, it was season one when we started of three. the CW's Flash. <laughs> no, it was it was season yeah. three. Oh, it was three. Right. The first ep- episode zero of the podcast was us talking about who Savitar actually was under the mask. Oh fuck! Paris, who's never yeah. seen an episode of Flash. <laughs> right. And then and then our official star. We were talking about Devoe and all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So speaking oh, yeah. of Flash. Well, wow. Never mind. The next thing he said was that the Flash movie will be or will contain the in-universe reason for why everything resets. So that's a good confirmation. Which I don't think is unexpected to anybody, no. right? And Ezra Miller, his future inclusion uh, still remains to be seen. It's Their still possible. Future. They still say, hey, he could be in it. Maybe. See the film, guys. See what you think. Forgive him, please. <laughs> Hey, John, uh, you're going to piss off the world. Oh, sorry. I'll comment on that later. They forgive them. Guys, you smell the cancel mob. <laughs> um, <laughs> so putting aside the fact that Ezra is absolutely batshit crazy and currently in rehab or whatever uh, psychological training they need to get better. I can give benefit of the doubt. Putting that aside, James Gunn explicitly said it's one of the best superhero movies he's ever seen. Which, uh, don't know how I, that is putting yeah. a ridiculously high bar on this thing that's been in development hell for like close to a decade, yeah. right? Um, I'm hoping it's yeah, really the good. guy that created Guardians. Is like, I'm so like, really okay. hoping it's really good. I do actually like Ezra's take on Barry Allen. I don't. <laughs> I, you don't it's, know it's, him. I don't think you know Barry. I don't think we know Barry enough to really like his take. It's kind of like the Joker from Suicide Squad. You don't see him enough. I saw enough. Well, of I will say in ZSJL, he's fantastic, right? Um, so even in that one, he they really sh- like they really hated the Flash in the Justice League movies. Yeah, just, I mean <laughs> the fact that they paint him as being like, sort of inexperienced and just yeah, Cyborg. Just like, Why Cyborg are you here? Was literally just made. 
Well, Flash was instrumental in Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's true. He basically saved the entire universe. Yeah, he was pretty irrelevant in the first one, I have to say, because I don't even remember what he did in the first iteration. He pushed a guy and ran away. Yeah. That's all he did in the first one. That's what I thought. (laughs) Well, he, he recharged the, the box to resurrect Superman. But, uh, for Which God's also, sakes, right? that was literally just a clip from the Snyder Cut that they sort of whittled down for yeah. Justice League. But yeah. Okay, so yeah. We, we could literally That's talk about the differences between Justice it, League well. and Justice League and Zack Snyder's Justice League. We literally did a, an entire podcast about it when it came out like two Both or of them. years ago, so go check that out. Well, the point is, I already wanted to see this Flash film. I'm, I'm probably going to see it. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll see. Okay, and so then we can do the big video. Yes. Yeah, no, I actually do really want that to be good. I really, really want it to be good at this point. Um, Look, I, I, I got to no, say, at the end of this, I do like The Flash. I don't know about Ezra Miller. That's just me. But who knows? We'll see. I, I no, that's Maybe my mind will be changed. So next, Blue Beetle will be part of the DCU. Right. Hell yes. Probably won't mention anything about a connected universe. I don't think any of the new films will until Green Lantern does something. We'll get to that. And he implied that the next Aquaman will also be part of it because uh, from Jason Momoa's, he did some post that was on Instagram. He said he was like coming out of Warner Brothers. He was all happy after a meeting. So I think they're going to retain him as Aquaman and whatever's going on, it'll just be part of it. I smell it. Yeah. Do you think they're going to get rid of all of the herd scenes now? I, I can't imagine they're going to whittle her down to completely nothing since he, she was so instrumental in the first one. But after Wait, the whole it's a new, Johnny it's Depp, a new universe. Awful. <laughs> well, yeah, they might write her out of the future. Reset, DC, man. I'm saying for Aquaman 2, they're probably going to have her in some small capacity. Like, yes, I, I do know. Frame. Dead. Yeah, I mean, they're apparently writing her down to basically nothing in this one, but I, I don't but know. But they could they just recast her and make it all better. Yeah, make it Amelia Clark or something. Make fan base happy. Well, even if they recast her, making her scene short would be better. Wait, isn't it's Amelia Clark not like? Yeah, isn't Amelia not like fully capable of like doing her normal stuff at the moment because of like how she'd almost died of the aneurysm doing Game of Thrones? Or I, I mean, I think she's I, I'm genuinely asking. I'm probably no, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think she's appeared in stuff since then. Um, she's in Secret no, Wars. Yeah, that's. I mean, uh, Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah. oh. So, yeah, yeah. So she's still doing stuff. I, I, okay, I good, good. Because I was not sure. I genuinely didn't know, and I was concerned there. Okay, so as far as the legacy DC stuff that's leading into the DC universe, uh, Flash, Aquaman two, Shazam two, anything else? Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Too. I mean, if you specifically included the Green Lanterns, has been in hell, like production hell for years, and we knew it was coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that project. So. And that's one of the. Give me Hal Jordan. That version of the project will be will not be moving forward. The one with Greg Berlanti. Now it's it's a completely different project. So and again, that's part of the slate we're going to talk about. Uh, they're making it into a TV series just called Lanterns. That's going to follow uh, Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Uh, and that's the one I was going to say, John Stewart. Excuse me, not Hal Jordan. I like how he's all right, but John Stewart's better. So, yeah. All right, all right. Let's get into it. So in the way that the first big arc saga of marvel was called the infinity saga james gunn is titling this gods and monsters which is reminiscent of that mini series i don't know if it was like had justice League in the title the animated movie yeah the animated movie was I, I think based on something from the comics no doubt but yes i did see the animated movie the gods and monsters <laughs> but that that's like a recurring thing with dc you know gods among us and 
treating the character as gods. It's like, yeah, if Superman was actually the uh, son of uh, one of the L's and General Zod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just so, remember that being like the prelude. It was weird, but I liked it. So, anyway, Superman Legacy was like the supposed start of the DC Universe under Gun's Watch. Um, all we really know about it so far is that it's going to be a younger Superman. It's not Henry Cavill. It's not an origin story. It seems like it's going to be based off of All-Star Superman, just based on the fact that they keep reposting the same artwork. Well, that's inspiration for it, as in tonally. Yeah. Have you actually read that? I feel like you of all people would have, but... I saw the animated adaptation, so I don't know if that's 100%. I, I literally yeah, bought the comic let's not like go with that two one. weeks ago because <laughs> I knew this announcement was coming and I still haven't read it, so, you know. Let, let's uh, just not go with that one unless you want him to die. Well, again, it, it's a tonal inspiration in, like, the main themes of Superman. He said that just because I'm, like, showing these comics doesn't mean I'm explicitly adapting them one-to-one. It's just I'm drawing inspiration no, from you know, like ideas from. he did say that it was going to be Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his uh, human upbringing. So, yeah. what, you know what we know what also did that? Man of Steel. Steel. Technically. Yep. And uh, Smallville. So, what can you tell me yeah, about the authority? Of. Because all I really got from the sense of uh like I had not heard of the property prior to actually hearing nope. the announcement, but from what I gathered it's sort of like another like sort of Guardians Suicide Squad esque anti-heroic team that's just trying to do good but through unconventional means um that's about right elaborate on that i know you read it john well i didn't i didn't read it and i don't know a ton about them but i do remember something very specific so uh so they came out in the late 90s 99 i believe and i used to have a couple issues of uh wizard magazine which would talk about comics and all things related to it so one of the issues of this Wizard magazine had a ranking of all these superhero teams in terms of like power, like if they were all to like fight each other, who would come out on top? So I think it was uh, Avengers was like number three, Justice League was number two, and they put the authority as number one because they're supposed to be like a version of the Justice League, but if they were more uh, brutal, unrestrained in their methods so like the uh, reason it gave for the authority coming out on top which was stupid it said like something along the lines of the justice league fights for justice or, or whatever but the authority fights to win i mean that's yeah. like saying the justice lords would beat the justice league right like that's like every other universe <laughs> of the justice league yeah, yeah so exactly. like i don't want to specifically compare the authority to any existing team since like i said i don't know too much about them like i could say they're Justice Lords without the political context or X-Men without restraint, but here's one thing about them that I also know. So the main, I guess, leaders of the team, or like the, the two stars of it, you have like the Superman knockoff, I think his name is Apollo, and then you have the Batman knockoff, which is Midnighter, and those two guys are gay for each other. So when they put that in the movie, I don't want to hear complaining, that's how it is in the comics. And as I always say, stick to the material <laughs> which you got to imagine like that's not gonna piss off too much of the fan base like oh my god james gunn and dc went woke no oh god sakes i, I i'm, I'm sure you're gonna have some uneducated people complaining about the fact that you have any sort of diverse elements despite it being completely comic accurate but uh, people do that now it's cross that bridge when we get to that uh, movie coming out and whenever it comes out so the Brave and the Bold, I'm actually pretty excited about, just because we haven't really seen the Bat Family like well adapted I, in live action beyond like I can't, man. 
Um, I can't. Just what? You're expecting it to. Damien? No, you skipped. They skipped him. They skipped Jason. They skipped Stephanie Brown. Like, just straight well, to Damien because. They'll be in it. Well, like look. Um, that The fact that Damien is Robin in this implies that the rest of the Bat family has been well established at this point. It's going to be an older version of. Uh, or they're Batman. dead. Um, I'm uh, assuming that means Nightwing, Red There's Hood. no guarantee exists, though. That's just hopeful, but. No, yeah. he did say that this would introduce the Bat family, which is more uh, than just Damien Wayne. So I expect you'll see a hint of Nightwing. Maybe Tim Drake, Barbara Gordon somewhere, uh, hopefully not just in the dumpster, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, that, oh, see, God. just the fact that he's announcing Damian Wayne's going to be Robin in live action implies that all those versions came before, right? Like, you know, it, it, it otherwise it Ooh, really would I lead to Red Hood complaining about the whole thing. Um, and look, admittedly, I, I've always been sort of a old fashioned, oh, Dick Grayson's my favorite Robin, but it is cool to see him as Nightwing, right? Like, we have not seen that in live action, and I think the fan base has wanted that for a while. Um, Damien, I've always actually really liked as Robin. Like, I'm in the oh, minority fan base. I was going to say, I didn't mention da- uh, Dick for a reason. It's because of the old Batman movies. Like, we've already had a, we've already had Dick. Yeah, technically. And, of course, the 60s series. <laughs> if you want to count that. Let's be honest, you can never top a word as uh, Dick Grayson, but I think... <laughs> Whoever they have as Nightwing is going to have to do a damn good job. Oh, um, he's going to have to play his ass off, yeah, because I like Nightwing a lot. He better not mess that up. Um, yeah, so, I, I, you know, I think that's it's implied what that's going to be, but uh, it, it's like, it, at the same time, there's been so many live-action adaptations of Batman within the past 20 years, it's hard to imagine them having a sort of fresh take on it and having another... Give me Joker back, you know? man. Let's see how crazy this guy can go. If they brought in the guy who plays Robin, Nightwing, Dick Grayson in, in Titans and just used him, I would be fine with that. Oh, he's actually really good. So I, I don't mind him. I like him, yeah. So long as he doesn't say, I, fuck Batman. I, I, no, I don't know if he could. Mm. Why not? Reset, bro. Flashpoint, bro. No, I, I've, he's I actually mean, a really good Dick Grayson, too. Uh, it's it's just, yeah, I mean, Titans has been sort of not the best version of the characters possible. It's meant to be like an world story where it's just like a darker... No, I've seen the guy in other movie. films. He just, I just don't like him. Yeah. Oh, I don't okay. know. I, I'm, I'm him. He's like, for me, one of the better parts of that series, you know, um... But There's a better part in that series. That being said, I feel like it's pretty <laughs> unlikely. Like I, for this, I, I'm imagining they're going to start off as a clean slate, just you know, because Gunn wants to have that sort of creative control. But uh, yeah, who knows? Just blame um, Barry, and everything gets okay again. That's right. Yeah, bring Grant Gustin in as uh, Nightwing. Oh boy, yeah, that'd be funny. Oh boy. So let's see. Uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Uh, there was a Swamp Thing thing I, I, that I saw. I would be very also, interested in that. So one thing at a time. Supergirl, I do want to say uh, it's not implied if they're going to have uh, Sasha Kale back as her, who played her in, uh, who is going to play her in the Flash. Um, I you know it, it's my theory. Probably, yeah, that she's like the daughter of the Henry Cavill version of Superman, and and Amy Adams Lois from like a different timeline or whatever. That would be interesting. If that theory is true, then she wouldn't come back. That would be I, interesting, and also like they're saying it's going to be Kara Zor-El and it's going to be like a version of the character who's lived her first 14 years in the remnants of Krypton. Like, so it's going to be a more developed version of the traditional Kara that we know. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if if that's the case, then yeah, it's going to be a pretty drastically different version of Supergirl than what we're seeing in The Flash. I, I think it's going to be a Supergirl that didn't have a Superman. I think that she's that, like, Superman didn't exist on that Earth, but I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Ah. In The I Flash, you mean, or think... in this solo series? Yeah, in The Flash. Or solo movie. Okay. Oh, oh. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that's pretty well implied, too. Um, so, yeah, as far as Swamp Thing goes... There was literally a TV series. Yeah, what uh, happened to that? That was pretty well developed. They made the first, yeah, it was 10 episodes. It was on DC Universe. It was pretty well received by both fans and critics. Literally, no one remembers it. I do. I just watched it too. I thought it was pretty good. But yeah, and then they just canceled right before the boss fight. Yeah, no, it's like three years later, and why no do one's they do this? And they're just deciding to make movies, despite them basically pulling the rug out from this well-received series. Because they didn't, re- they didn't understand that Titans was being unreceived well, and they thought, oh, well, they all are, so let's just cancel Swamp Thing right now. <laughs> That's dumb. Which I, I mean, that was also like probably the remnants of them pulling the plug on DC Universe and just expecting a lot of these things to flop. Um, but I mean, they, they moved Star Girl. They, well, they moved Stargirl, they moved Harley Quinn, they moved Titans, they moved Doom Patrol. They aired so. Swamp Thing on the CW for a while. Did they? Really? Yeah. yeah. But again, really? only the 10 episodes. Yeah, they didn't make new episodes. It was just the existing ones that they put on there. I remember seeing ads for that. Mm. Yeah, so I anyway, it's like... Too. I I do like the series. I'm wondering... Because it, it, it's a pretty... Uh, honestly, I think pretty true to the comics adaptation of the character. So I, I, I can't imagine them expanding on that really beyond uh, like already going like if they do another origin story, I think it's just going to be get um, sort of boring to see again. Right. Get like, Guillermo del Toro to do it. Adaptation. That would actually be baller. I'd be into <laughs> that. <laughs> see, um, that's where Gunn coming in is my biggest fear that they're going to make Swamp Thing into a comedic character. I can't imagine him doing that. No, he implied that it would be a darker tone than the rest of everything else. Darker tone. Look at Clay Place and Harley Quinn. Oh my god, I can't even look at the guy. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, I can't take him seriously for anything. I mean, that's not James Gunn, though. I'm not saying it's good, but still, it's like, okay, that's still like another comic relief thing of something that's supposed to be legit, terrifyingly serious. So, um, I will say, uh, we haven't seen anything about the uh, Keanu Reeves Constantine sequel beyond them announcing it last summer, right? Um, because I, so, I didn't see it as part of this lineup, but it's almost making me think maybe they're trying to do a Justice League Dark thing with the introduction yeah. of Swamp Thing and then bringing it back um, in a new Batman. It, it might be an Elseworld. Yeah, potentially. Mm. Well, I don't know. He specified Elseworlds, like what that would be. Uh, at least I think he did. Well, he really just announced Joker and, uh, you know, Batman 2 or The Batman 2 as being explicitly Elseworld stories. I, I don't yeah. think any of these. I keep getting confused because there was this, like, mock up of all the titles that were announced made by somebody and James Gunn retweeted it, but it wasn't official and it had the Batman and, and Joker and, and Teen Titans go and then Superman and Lois all at the bottom as Elseworlds, but everything else was like in the main section. So yeah, I don't, I don't really know if Swamp Thing would be Elseworlds. I'd expect it wouldn't be because he said oh, that no. eventually everything would tie no, in. Swamp Thing. Yeah. Well, uh, he's also Constantine. Like... Oh, Constantine. Ooh, uh, Constantine. Well, that's, I don't even yeah, know where that's going. I'm just going. wondering if that's even still on the docket because I haven't heard anything since they announced yeah. Keanu was coming He didn't back. announce, like him himself didn't announce anything that was going to be an Elseworld project. So, I mean, if it if Constantine 2, you have to consider that Constantine 1 is not part of the DCU. So no, maybe that's an Elseworlds thing if you're considering part of this overall timeline. Well, remember, this isn't everything. He said this is just what I was going to talk right. about today. But also, I was going to say, I don't think he'll be afraid to go R-rated 
with these because the authority should be. It just outright should be. Like, it was under the Wildstorm brand, and that was, like, the more adult label until they brought it into DC. show, right? No. Uh, Authority's a movie. Or, okay. as of right now, it's a movie, but obviously, or, or be, as yeah. Marvel, any of these, it's all fluid right now. Like, these could easily be made into what, TV series at this point. Which right? one's the animated series? Uh, so, so, I mean, we're going to get into television next. Everything okay. we've announced so far is movies. Um, I thought you were doing it in the order he announced it. No, I'm just going off. Yeah, well, that's what I planned on Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, as far as television goes, that, that was all the movies he made as part of this initial announcement. Um, as far as television goes, uh, Creature Commandos was the first one. It's This is the first animated series, and it's the first project that was greenlit by Saffron and Gunn. Uh, Gunn apparently wrote every episode or is in the process of writing every episode. Their uh, characters launched in the 1980s. The premise features Frankenstein's monster teaming up with a werewolf, a vampire, and a gorgon to fight Nazis in World War II. Love oh? it so far. Never I, heard of these guys, but... Uh, I can like already the tell you the tone. I already yeah, know the tone of this gonna whole thing. It's going to be very Suicide Squatty, right? No, no, no. <laughs> like, it's going to be... Nazi. It's going to be Howling Commandos with the boys. Hmm. Uh, that'd actually be pretty fun to see in the uh, DC. Uh, what's Howling Commandos? <laughs> the Marvel version of like the supernatural characters. Oh, I have no idea what that is, but it sounds interesting. It so, was a team by Nick Fury, but then it was uh, like the Werewolf by Night, the Dracula Blade, and all them. Oh yeah, is that on something Werewolf by Night? I remember reading that. That seems just uh, okay. That's what I thought. So yeah, people slept on that too. Like. You know, it came out around Halloween, and I, I feel like most of the Marvel fan base didn't see it as, like, they, they didn't seem to have as much interest online as, like, a lot of the other Marvel series, for whatever reason. Um, but did you guys, do you guys watch The Boys? I know Jack does. Oh, I, I, yeah, I watched the entire series. I'm a little yeah. behind, it's been a bit. <laughs> did you guys watch the animated one? I like, watched yeah. the first couple episodes, but I, that, I That's how I feel yeah this kind of humor will be it's an animated series you can get away with that kind of fucking gore and shit and this so you think it's just gonna be bloody yeah. gore but in a fun like over the top way probably okay Harley yeah. Quinn. always down for that oh, oh yeah that's another good example actually which uh oh I mean, james gunn is actually canonically part of the harley quinn universe too i completely forgot about that is um, it not also supposed to have the weasel in it? That thing from like the opening of the Suicide Squad that where they said it eats children or whatever. Oh my god, the we- actual weasel. <laughs> weasel, yeah. one of the characters from Guns twenty twenty one film, The Suicide Squad, is one of the commandos along with Rick Flag's father, Rick Flag Senior. There you go. Oh, which I'm assuming is also going to be voiced by uh, Joel Kinnaman, right? <laughs> Maybe that would make the most sense. Speaking of the Suicide Squad connections, Waller live action series, which as I predicted, will continue The Suicide Squad and Peacemaker with, I assume, the returning actors from Boo. whichever characters they retain. Boo, no, better be Viola was... Davis, goddammit. Yeah, yep. It, which just, Viola, just I, I mean, she's legitimately a really good Amanda Waller. I can't picture any other actress right now sort of nailing that role the same way she has, so it would really suck if they brought her out, you know? Um, I thought they announced a Peacemaker season two, didn't they? Well, this is yeah, basically like, this that. Guy, obviously, yeah. For all purposes, I guess it's well. It's basically the sequel series to that, but uh, I need Die Beard to have his happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a- anyway, I-, I think Waller's self-explanatory enough. It's going to be like a political drama on her side of things with just following her around. Um, 
you know, I, I don't know what we're going to see necessarily, but uh, you've got to imagine like it's going to go in a sort of traditional route with her uh, maintaining control of the Suicide Squad with, uh, you know, her essentially trying to act as a counter for the Justice League if they're going that route, if they want to pretend that they're still in the background somewhere. I, I, I don't know where they're going to go with it. It's like there's so many stories they could tell potentially. Oh, I forgot to mention earlier. Um as to the Superman thing, so there's Superman Legacy, and then the other thing, the Ta-Nehisi Coates, but I completely yeah, messing up that name. Yeah, that's on the table as part of a yeah, that's, Ta-Nehisi Coates, I think. Was, yeah. That's just said to still be in development, probably as an Elseworlds thing, so who knows if that'll manifest or not. Right. So now, what I would probably be most enthused to see, the Lanterns series. Mm-hmm. Jon Stewart and Hal Jordan space cop show unraveling a mystery that will lead to some linkage towards the greater continuity that they're building and to me that's perfect if you're going to have a major event that connects the dc universe it ought to be green lantern related because that is the property that is like the most widely universe spanning thing in dc like they go around the literally the entire universe superman is like all of earth Batman's a city, like every other main character is just a city or something. If yeah, I mean yeah. if you really want something that captures the entire DC universe and that's gonna be dedicated towards world building, uh Lanterns makes a lot of sense to like really have at the forefront of this universe. Yeah, and like and if there is like an existential threat coming from space, Green Lanterns should be there. Like for instance, when Darkseid, yeah. the literal anti free will guy, is coming to Earth, where's the lanterns? Where's the guardians? Aren't they powered by will? Well, isn't the anti-life equation an existential threat to them? Hello. <laughs> just gonna say, John Stewart was in the original script for Zack Snyder's Justice League. There is test footage out there that you know Warner Brothers kept him from using. So <sighs> should have been there. Should have made sense. Well, maybe we'll get it this time. Hopefully, doubtful, but let's see. <laughs> it was a ten-year um, plan. Say it's going to essentially be a true detective, but in space. So you know, I, I'm very like down with the whole like intergalactic space cop yeah, thing. I'm, That's very. I'm true okay with that. Yeah. Like they are supposed to be police, right? Intergalactic police, and I always wondered what does that mean. They're basically yeah, just superheroes basically. who are standardized, like the Legion of Superheroes. But if they're going right. to do like a more, for lack of a better term, ground level version of it. Yeah, I'm interested to see how that would work. So, be- with the inclusion of Jon Stewart and everything else that's up to this point, we are getting in the DC universe that has already been established for years, right? That's what it sounds like. Like, they're trying to basically say none of these are going to be origin stories. A lot of these characters just existed in the existing DC universe. Good, finally. <laughs> I'm so does sick. that mean we already have a league I- together? Potentially, right? Like, I-, I guess it really depends on where they go with the whole uh, Superman and Batman stories, but... Uh... It makes me think that the Justice League exists somewhere in this framework, that they're just sort of in the background. The forefront is really on these individualized stories. I I don't know. I I feel like just the way Gunn's trying to present this, he's trying to go in the exact opposite direction as the previous guard, and he's just trying to tell his own story and build his own world without any sort of other underlying pressures. Because there's no reason, there's no way two Green Lanterns from Earth wouldn't be aware of the, you know, the Kryptonian that's currently on their planet. Right. Yeah. Go Kryptonians, I guess. Well, good. If they set it up as, hey, everything's already going on, let's just get down to it already. You've been waiting to see all this shit? Let's let's see it. Come on. That's exactly what I was saying. So if it's that, then 
you know, I was saying I wasn't interested, but wait for a trailer, as I always say. Uh, other series. So here comes the Game of Thrones reference. So he talked about something called Paradise Lost, which is like a prequel to Wonder Woman thing. I don't know if, I don't know if he said prequel or if that was in the article, but it, hey. it was kind of pitched as a prequel to uh, the Wonder Woman movie, as in it's something right. before Diana Prince came to be, and it's about the island of Themyscira and all the politics and how that whole system works with only women on an island, and he said kind of like... Because Krypton works so well. Yeah, actually, that, that's that, the first that's, season of that. That's the same thing. So if it's Game of Thrones on a paradise island with all females... Oh, yeah. And actually... I'm just saying, that doesn't have to be DC-related. <laughs> I'll watch that. Well, hey, it would it would definitely work on HBO. Um, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, they didn't explicitly say it's a prequel. Like, they didn't explicitly say, oh, hey, Wonder Woman's going to come into this eventually, or she's going to be born sometime during the oh, course of this. Oh, please don't make it like Gotham, where you have Bat-Boy. <laughs> oh, my God, that would just bug the crap out of me. Um, Wonder Girl. Yeah, actually, it makes sense. Oh, they did Gotham, they did Krypton. Why not do Themyscira? <laughs> How much so, more do we have to learn? Yeah. Um, when will you learn uh, your lesson, old man? I think it's an <laughs> interesting enough, yeah, I think the, the home actual, of Aquaman. I, I like. I, I do think the actual myth of the Amazons is interesting enough too that you could have this completely disconnected, uh, you know, Wonder Woman's series without Wonder Woman. But uh, yeah, uh, I mean, but is I it what they should have went with? Probably not. But you know, I, I get that they're trying to do their own thing with it and try to tell some of the backstories of these characters without like really. Uh, hinging the entire franchise on one character. <laughs> it's a series, it's on HBO, it's not part of the main film timeline, or, you know, like, not whatever the present timeline would be, I'm assuming. It sounds like yeah, something that the, would be earlier on. Right, there's a lot connected. less pressure on the whole thing. Yeah. If it's not good, you could just ignore it. And that's always a good thing. It's all connected, though. It's not like Marvel, where every single series has dropped some kind of little hint with one character, where if you watch a film, you're like, what? Why, why is, who is that? Huh? Oh wait, you got to watch all okay. these other, all these other things first. We have to assume that it is, especially if he wants to connect the video games to it. We have to expect, expect that it's all going to continue to each other, more or less. Well, hopefully, what it'll be is like a consistent tonality. He means like if you see a character in an animated thing and they go into live action, it'll be the same actor, it'll be the same character, and the games will be whatever the games exist in it'll be of the universe created in the television and film. Not necessarily that, that one has to lead into the other. Okay, so there was one other series that was announced that I'm actually probably the most excited about. Yeah. Uh, Booster Gold. Booster freaking oh, Gold. Oh, okay. I'm, which I guess the fact that he announced uh, the Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle or, you know, that that, that was on mm. slate before him hey, getting involved. Like, they Blue, can team up. Exactly. Like, the, if you're not familiar with the whole Blue and Gold series, it stars those two characters. Booster Gold. Too? No, no, that's Jaime. It, it, at least it was always Jaime. I'm pretty sure it was always Jaime, but um, I don't know. Ted Cord, like, I, I will but say that there's was been the original less focus Blue on, Beetle that was with he, yeah, Jaime Reyes' Blue Beetle number two. And they're totally different characters. It's, I actually think there was a guy before Ted Cord. Really? Oh, like maybe in the old school Charleston days or? Yeah. Okay, well, Ted Cord was the Blue Beetle for a lot of the DC Comics history. 
Um, essentially a Batman knockoff, you know, genius inventor, uh, has all these gadgets, wears Blue Beetle costume, uh, less dark. <laughs> Uh, They essentially kill him off in the New 52, give this kid the uh, alien uniform that bolts to his body and gives him all these weapons that are essentially more advanced than anything else on Earth. Um, So that's the... So it says here, and it has a temper. Yeah, so that's the version of Blue Beetle we're seeing in this upcoming movie and uh, that we're going to see in the DC universe, potentially. Kind of sounds like Cyborg, almost. Yeah, he's similar, except his body's organic. He just has this, like, advanced robot tech attached to his back. Yeah, doesn't it have, Um, like, a mind of its own or an AI or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's also part of it. It's, like, an extremely advanced AI. It's the Omnitrix, but on his whole body. (laughs) But he doesn't transform. (laughs) Basically, and it talks to him constantly and has murderous intentions. And It's actually a really cool story and a really cool character that I don't think a lot of the DC universes put Yeah. You know George Lopez is going to be in that film? <laughs> oh, is he like, playing his uncle or something? <laughs> I don't know, but I only found this out because I saw Michael Rosenbaum was on George Lopez's podcast where they were just like talking about random nonsense and he mentioned about Blue Beetle and I was like, oh, you're in that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Blue Beetle and oh. Booster Gold have worked together since 1987. Yeah, so, okay, oh, so, so it was like predating Jaime, so there was some... Uh, arc with the whole uh, Ted Cord thing, which I think come to think of it, I do think in the whole New 52 arc, there was some mention of uh, Booster Gold having worked with Ted Cord or him being upset about the whole death since, you know, Ted Cord dies very early on in the whole New 52 arc. Um, whatever, that's getting off a little bit of a tangent. The point is, oh, Booster Gold is this very cool legacy character uh, who's, you know, I, I think a fan favorite that just hasn't had any sort of live action adaptation. Um, Smallville. Yeah, I was just uh, about to say, he has a short guest appearance. Of course he does. Um, Everyone was in Smallville. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm anxious to see what they do with it. Uh, love the character. Uh, just, again, if you're not familiar with Booster Gold, guy from the 25th century comes back in time basically just to serve his own ego and become a hero, uh, mostly for financial gain, but also because, oh, he wants to redeem himself. He's sort of a loser who... It's just like a very cool, unique character that, you know, I, I, I could say he's unique in a multitude of different ways. But he had like one episode of JLU, right? Yeah, there is a JLU episode that he's like very much front and center in, which. Uh, yeah, it's the one where yeah. like they're fighting some giant ass thing. And he's like, oh, man, why can't I get to be part of the, the main action? But he's like going around saving people. And they're like, no, you actually you didn't. You had an important role here. And he's like, oh, yep. oh, cool. Yeah. So anyway, that'll be cool. Superhero imposter syndrome. That's how it's uh, described. I can relate to that. So yeah, I'll check it out. Okay. Anything else to add? You can relate to imposter syndrome. Yes. So overall, it looks like a strong slate. Potentially. I don't really know what to add to that. Well, I'm cautiously optimistic going into this thing, but it's like we've been burned so many times by DC leadership. I'm just hoping the new guard isn't the same as the old guard. That and also the fact that uh, all of these projects will take years to come out because they said they want to have maybe two Mm -hmm. movies a year come out. And I mean, that's already like, well, he said like two movies, two TV shows. So uh, what is that? Five each. So at least, you know, but the thing is, is, the thing is, we're getting old. So uh, are we still going to be around to see all these things come out? (laughs) Oh, no, we're going to be in the grandfather's age by the time any of these actually are released, right? Oh, my God. If any of us are alive, (laughs) you'll probably be CJ, your grand... I don't even... 
again, he needs to be studied. But <laughs> 98, still alive and kicking. And stronger God, than most it. of us. <laughs> God bless. <laughs>